Hello, and thank you for joining me today for Give Him 15. The title of today's post is The New Wine Dream, Part 3. We've been looking at an amazing dream Holy Spirit gave Dr. Greg Hood a couple of months ago. It's a long dream, too long to read on one post, filled with great detail. If you didn't see the first two posts, you may want to take a look at them for the sake of context and continuity, and the links are here. As with the first two posts, I will include the portion of the dream I discussed today at the end of the post, for those of you that want to read it later. The dream is about the battle for America's future. Her salvation will come through a new spiritual wine an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Greg and I have brought the recipe for this wine to a wine cellar, and the production is about to begin. New bottles were lined up on the table next to the vat, ready to receive the new wine. Jim Hodges instructed me to help him, help him decipher the recipe, and for Greg and Tim, to help the others get their wine, wines ready to merge. Merge? What did this mean? What were the other wines? But we were making new wine. Greg and Tim walked into an adjoining room, uh, an adjoining room of the cellar, and discovered several people pulling old bottles of wine from old dusty shelves. Tim spoke up and said to those in the room, is everyone ready? Do you have your bottles? The recipe is here. We must start fulfilling it immediately. Time is of the essence. Tim reached and also picked up some old bottles from the top shelf. Greg took some as well. They returned to the room with the vat. There would indeed be a merging of old wines in order to create the new. The new wine would not be created from new grapes, but would be a blending of old wines, past moves of the spirit. Did you get that? A blending of old wines, past moves of Holy Spirit. This new wine, would truly be a synergy of the ages. As they re-entered the room, I said, we must get this right. Everyone get ready to pour. Jim told us, according to the recipe, we must blend these in a certain fashion. He was calibrating the vat machine to receive the wine we were going to bottle, he then told Dutch, I've been working on the vat for decades. I can't believe we'll use it in my day. With excitement in his voice, he exclaimed, it's ready, let the blending begin. Reaching down, he picked up a gold plate from the floor and reattached it to the vat. Inscribed on the plate were the words, 
Basileus or Basileus Ecclesia. Basileus is the Greek word for kingdom or the domain, the realm of a king. Ecclesia is the Greek word translated church, which actually refers to a governing body. So a kingdom ecclesia, therefore, would be those with legislative authority delegated to them from a king in order to rule a territory for him. In our case, the king is Jesus. His realm is everywhere. And our assigned region is earth. It is significant that the nameplate of this vat had fallen off but was being reattached. The meaning of the name is clear. What is about to be produced by Holy Spirit will be for those who honor their calling as members of Christ's kingdom, Ecclesia. These individuals understand their delegated authority, Ecclesia, and are kingdom-minded in their motives and approach. Those with kingdom hearts don't focus only on their own ministries, works, and congregations. They're kingdom-focused, not ministry or congregation-focused. Therefore, don't compete to build the biggest ministry or fastest-growing sheep pen in town. The size and scope of their ministry isn't the issue. Kingdom-minded believers simply want to release Christ's life and rule into the earth. Couldn't care less who gets the credit or attention. Jim spoke to Tim and said, give your bottles to Greg. Stay by me. You must add a mamlaka, mamlaka filter over the vat every time someone pours a new blend of wine into it. Tim positioned himself accordingly and placed a large filter over the top of the vat. Just as the Greek word basileus, mamlaka is the Hebrew word for kingdom. All of the old wines being poured into the mix had to be filtered through the kingdom. Nothing of man would be allowed, no impure motives, no flesh, nothing could defile it. Humans are human, and all of us mix, all of us mix our own opinions, beliefs, methods, systems, traditions, doctrines, preferences, etc., into revivals and outpourings of Holy Spirit. All of us. These human elements would be filtered out of the mix using a new mamlaka filter for each pouring of old wine. One final thing needed to be done before the merging of the wines could take place. The recipe instructed us to build a platform, a catwalk, of sorts, all the way around the top of the vat. 
This was for individuals to stand on while pouring. Also, after each one poured their wine, they were to remain on the catwalk, praying, decreeing, and prophesying while the next person poured. Tim explained this. It is crucial that everyone remains on the top of the vat after pouring the wine to ensure that each vintage blends well, creating the proper synergy. The platform was 22 inches wide and 264 inches in circumference. I don't know how in the world he remembers all this stuff from these dreams, but he does. Strong's Hebrew word number 264 is akava or akava, meaning brotherhood. Or, uh, meaning brotherhood, obviously implying family, unity, equality, unselfishness, and commonality of purpose, brotherhood. No competition, jockeying for position, or personal ambition would be allowed. No pouring of one's wine, then leaving. This was all for one and one for all. Number 22 in Strong's is the word abiel, meaning God is my father. This relationship with the father created and defined the brotherhood. I turned to those in the cellar and said, this will move quickly. Let's try not to spill any of it. We must steward this bottling process well. Line up. It's time to pour. There would be five different pours of old wine, past revivals, some involving two bottles, others three. Five different pours, each of those pours involving either two or three bottles. Twelve bottles in all. I called for the first person. Smith, you have three bottles. What are they? And I'm not using their real names, by the way. Smith replied, I have fortified wine. They are a 1457 from the Huss Vineyard, a Martin 95, and a 1729 from the Holy Club Vineyard. Don't know how he remembers all of these numbers either. I said, with anxious nervousness, climb the ladder, pour them in the vat. As he poured them into the vat, four men appeared, or four men stepped from the cloud of witnesses. We could see tears in their eyes and a massive smile that held a look of great expectation. Then, we heard movement in the vat. It seemed to be coming alive. The 1457 from the Huss Vineyard represents John Huss 
a forerunner of Reformation. Ultimately burned at the stake by the Catholic Church, his influence birthed the Moravians in 1457. The Moravians were famous for several things, not the least of which were prayer and missions. They were followed by Martin Luther and the Great Reformation. Luther was famous for his 95 Theses in 1517, thus the Martin 95 wine. The 1729 from the Holy Club Vineyard refers to John and Charles Wesley. In 1729, they, along with others, including George Whitfield, formed what was dubbed by others as the Holy Club at Christ Church, Oxford. This ultimately led to the forming of the Methodist Church and was instrumental in producing the first Great Awakening. These three movements radically altered and transformed the religious world, ultimately producing revival throughout Europe, all of Europe and America. Huss, Luther, and the Wesley brothers were no doubt the four from the cloud of witnesses who appeared with tears in their eyes as they saw their wine poured into the vat and watched it come alive. Let's pray. Father, we are part of the God is my Father brotherhood. All equal joined by the same bloodline, united in the same cause. We are your kingdom ecclesia. We thank you for those in the family like Jim and Jean Hodges, who have worked for many years to produce the kingdom vat for this new wine. Thank you for their selfless hearts the wisdom they provide. We need them to decipher the recipe. We also thank you for those in the cloud of witnesses. They have sacrificed much for you and for the brotherhood. Without their efforts, we would not be where we are. We pledge that they will not have lived and died in vain. We will grab the baton, creating the synergy of the ages and keep moving toward the finish line. Through this synergy, we ask you for a multiplying of what they had. Filter it through your kingdom filter Create the best wine ever. Give to the youth around the world fresh wine, filled with your life, energized with purpose, 
Give the nations of the earth new wine, infused with healing, salvation, transforming power. Give America restorative wine and give the church rejuvenating wine. You said the recipe for America's salvation would be in the box marked revival. Anasuxus. Send it now, we pray in Yeshua's name. And our decree, we decree that the best wine, a synergistic kingdom blend, is now being mixed. Amen. Thank you for joining me. You're going to love these other pours, I promise you, from this amazing dream. And I will see you tomorrow. <laughs>